Are you telling me that none of you are homesick? No one wants to see their families. No, you can't with that. We're not reinventing the wheel here, but we don't even know what a wheel is. But a traveler might. They heard rumors of him. What is the meaning of this? She's with me. What are you doing here? Why is she running out into the road? Who won? Everyone's trying to get somewhere. Now, are you going to pay for her medical expenses or what? Why would you not just ask her to leave? Just take her and leave and press her for medical med- attention for the people we were told to keep her away from. Clear some space, make room. Oh, I just realized I needed some of those. Oh, uh, you can't tell me to clear things. I get too excited. So I, I think as players, we can all agree that this is that this is entirely Quentin's fault. And welcome back to The Gate Chronicles, Season 1, Episode 10. I am your GM for this evening. I am Snow, also known as Emily. Actually, no, technically it would be I'm Emily, also known as Snow, but that is beside the point. So let's go around the table and introduce ourselves, everyone. Hi, I'm Quentin. I play Charles Smoot, 56-year-old biology teacher, born and raised in New York State. Hi, I'm Zach. I'll be playing Alfred Kenneth Mess, and uh, things are going to get interesting. Hi, uh, my name is Jaden. I play Finnevere Avir, aspiring bard and merchant. Hi, I'm Andrew. I play Alan Taylor, the lovable oaf from Ohio. So, the brief, somber moment of the morning was suddenly interrupted by a knocking at the door. I'll get it! Okay, so you're upstairs. Uh, you're You have to come back down from the top of the weird staircase that's so like sharply angled down that you really are almost like tripping to get down the stairs. I'll just jump the whole way. Okay. Um, Roll an acrobatics for me. Sure. Uh, 23. Okay. You managed to hop from the top of the loft down to the floor below. Uh, It's a little bit of a jump because even though the house is overall relatively small, it's still about, I'd say it's like 14 feet up. So you jump down and you land on your feet. You feel a little bit of a shock go through your body, but you're able to continue moving. And you run up to the door, I assume? Oh, yeah. I'll open the door. I'll see who's there. All right. As you open the door, you see a familiar face. You see blonde hair, Uh large glasses, and a tall wooden staff next to her with like a deer head on the top of it. And then you look down a little bit further and you see Topti. It's Marnie and Topti. (gasps) Marnie! Thank you so much for coming. Oh, of course I would always come to make sure that everyone is safe and well taken care of. How is she? Um, she's a bit worse for wear, but I think she's recovering. Hmm, like I thought. All right, please show me in. I'm going to go upstairs and um, check on her and make sure everything is all right. Sure. Uh, just a moment. All right, so do you close the door on them? Yeah, I'll say just a moment and <laughs> I'll, I'll shut the door. Okay, so you close the door in their faces. And you go I'll, back I'll, I'll peek up and go, Molly, Marnie and Topti are here. Are they okay? What are you doing, fool? Let them in. 
I'm trying to figure out if that's okay. Because I know he's hanging out here in the middle of nowhere. And uh, I'm trying to be as respectful as I can. I'm supposed to be his sidekick. Amali just looks at you for a moment. They can come in, Finn. They, they've been here before. It's fine. I know you don't know that, so I'm just letting you know. They're, they're fine. All right, thanks. All right, let's open the door. Hi, uh, she's upstairs. My goodness, what a rude young man. And Topti walks in with and brings her cane forward and, like, goes to tap you on the head with it. I, I'll, like, lean into it. And she lightly taps you on the head. It's filthy in here. When have you cleaned? Oh, you're right, Amali. You should, uh, attend your guests better. <laughs> Amali just looks at you. <sighs> and he starts to come down the stairs. What is everyone else up to? Because I know you were all, uh, some of you were eating pancakes at one point. I would head head out to where I stashed my uh, alchemical set for the evening, and I'd start uh, setting up for okay. a few things. Okay. Where, where, where do you uh, stash your stuff? Is it, like, uh, hidden it, somewhere? No, it would just be, like, in the corner of the, of the main room. Okay. All right. So you go and grab your stuff, and you start pulling some things out and actually checking the inventory where you do see that you have plenty of vials. There's some strange-looking tubing. Looks a little familiar, but at the same time, it's like... Who made this? Why does it look so weird to you? Um, there's like a Bunsen burner style thing in there. Some open flasks that you can set up as well. By the way, have you, has your character uh, taken a look at the blue plants that he received or no? Not yet. Okay. I just uh, want to double check. I haven't specifically investigated them yet. Okay. They're, they're, they're both glowing. They're, they're glowing blue flowers. Actually... When you take them out of your inventory and set them down alongside the other things, you notice that the glow has started to fade a little bit and as if the plant is starting to wilt. No. And Marnie walks over as she's getting ready to go upstairs and she says, Oh, hello, Mr. Mist. How are you? I'm doing all right this morning. Are you not going to ask her about the blue flowers? Uh, I mean, no, she has more important things to Tish do. Posh. There's only a paralytic girl upstairs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so rude. Ed Cannon, Smoot is a matchmaker. <laughs> He's too busy trying to find his own family. Oh, well, Mr. Mest, I see you're getting your kit set up. Uh, wonderful. If you need any assistance, please let me know. I'll be here for a few hours today. Alrighty, then. And she starts to go up the stairs, struggling a little bit because of how sharp the angle is. Oh, my. And she goes up, though. Wait, if she's struggling, how's Topti? Oh, Topti's not going up. She's literally walking around the house, almost inspecting everything, runs her finger across some wood on the table and picks it up and scoffs at it. Oh, Molly, you do not take care of this place at all. So she just looks back and forth. I will gather together a plate of uh, of pancake and offer to her. Thank you. And I'll uh, get a plate for myself as well. All right. Sounds good. So did you hear what happened yesterday? I'm assuming that's why you're here. Tell me about it. Oh, don't actually. I know plenty. But, I mean, you can, but yes. I see. That Warrensburg fellow is quite the man. Commands his army at a single word. Owns up to his mistakes. Or so it seems. I can't say that I know the man directly. Oh, he's just commenting on his character. I would not want to be on his receiving end. And what is your plan? Really just hope they don't know where we are. Just wait it over. I figure if we just lie low for a while, things should just, you know, get better. Right? So long as we can get Cece back up to snuff. Yes. Well, about that. Amali, 
I need to speak with you. Please come outside with me. Amali just pauses for a moment and gets up from the wall that he was leaning on while he was just being around and follows her outside. Like, does he do so like submissively, like immediately, or does he do so begrudgingly? Like? Begrudgingly. Okay. It's definitely begrudgingly. It's important to know the difference <laughs> for me. <laughs> Smoot has not left Cece's bedside since he had came in and had been tending to her bandages. Okay. What's Alan up to? He's watching the drama. Okay. So he's watching the drama. Is there anything else that he would do? Get up from his eating and watching of the drama. Once Amali and Topti have left the room, walk towards the wall closest to which to the to the side or closest to the door, and try to listen. Okay, so that's a perception check for me. Two. That's right. You have like nothing in perception. I have a net zero. Impressive. Yeah. All right. You hear nothing really through the wall. It's. You, you don't even hear that much. You, um, you hear the wall. I hear nothing. No sound. You don't Not hear even any, my blood. You, <laughs> well, no, you hear the sound of people inside, but you don't hear anything from the outside coming in. And it doesn't seem like you're going to hear much, especially through the wall at this place. But you do hear the conversations in the house for the most part, mostly whispered mumbles and stuff. And upstairs, Smoot is with Marnie who is essentially checking over the bandages. And she says, Oh, I see somebody changed the bandages this morning. That's all I could really do. You did a pretty good job. I have some medical background. Not that it seemed to do any good. Ah, well, like I said, it's going to take time for her to get better. He's just kind of staring aimlessly, deep in thought and concentration. So, you're staring deep in thought and concentration. Alan has his ear up to a wall. Not for long. Not for long? Yeah. Oh. Uh, I'll scarf down my breakfast, and then regardless of where he is in his meal, I'll grab his collar and start tugging him. Okay. Why don't you roll a perception for me? Oh, sure. What? It's better than a two. Fourteen. You hear the discussion going on upstairs between Marnie and Smoot, mainly just discussing the uh, treatment of her wounds and... Uh, the levels of potential scarring that she would have, and that there might be a potential bone breakage. Beyond that, though, essentially, that she's looking better today. All right. Well, I'm more or less convinced there's nothing else I can do at the moment. So I'm dragging Taylor up. You okay. are tugging at my collar. You are not yet dragging me, sir. Oh, that's That right. is I'm a feat which you very well may not be capable of. I am gently trying to coerce you to come with the tug. What? What? Well, you see, I was, uh, I'm about to head into town and I could really use, um, some of your assets. Hey, 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 my eyes are up here. I know what your assets, and I patted pat his shoulders, are right here. You guys are essentially just letting the time pass by. Uh, do, what does uh, Alfred do with his kit once he's got it set up? Does he start um, doing anything with it? I want to try to start brewing a potion. I want to try to start brewing Cure Light Wounds potion. Okay, so in order to make Cure Light Wounds, your character is going to require some sort of herbal plant that provides a healing property or whatnot. As you see from Finnevere, you think of the idea of maybe trying to take small bugs or grubs or something very small and tiny and using that as part of the ingredient. And maybe trying water, mashing it up, heating it up. Is there maybe any spiders lying around? Spiders? I don't know. 
You could take a look around the house, though. They might have some spiders or other insects. Let's see. That would be 20 total. Oh, nice. You find six spiders scurrying around the house, as well as a few centipedes and other oh. things. Um, the I'm spiders. catch them in some of my vials. Okay, you're able to get them. Yes. You have about seven. Yes. One of the centipedes kind of scurried off. No. Uh, actually, uh, Alfred, while you're scurrying around the house trying to catch these things, why don't you make a perception check for me? Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go with probably no, so that total's going to be seven. That's not bad. That's um beautiful. You hear the conversation going on upstairs between yeah. Smoot and Marnie. I am a loud man. Listen, and, listen, no one's concerned with what's going on outside. No one cares. Nope. No one nope. cares. No one cares. Nope. nope. It's okay. No one cares. You just need to have a DC 20 in order to listen through walls. <laughs> FYI, that is actually the DC. Oh, yeah. Did I actually make it outside? Did you make it outside? You, oh, yeah. Taylor, did you come with me? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so you guys walk out, and as you do... um. You hear the tail end of the conversation where Topti is essentially just saying, or, well, will he be more? Oh. I don't understand. And Topti just kind of sighs. What I'm trying to say is... Uh, she just stops as you guys walk out the door. Don't mind us. I'm just heading to the market. I'll be back. All right. Have fun, you two. Don't gallivant around too much today. All right. Gotcha. It'll be a quick trip. In and out. All right. All right, so you guys walk down the path, and I assume, Alan, you're going with him willingly to the market? Yes. All right. Willingly. <laughs> okay, so Smoot, upstairs, you hear the sound of the front door opening and then closing again, and two voices of a mild argument, and you hear the tail end of the words, uh, or you will you be more, and the door closes. So, Alfred, you have the bugs, and you're crushing them up. I'm, I'm assuming... Brewing a potion doesn't have an actual role associated with it because I can't no. find anything. No, you are an alchemist, well, and un unless you have like craft alchemy, it, it's basically part of your class because you get it as yeah. a yeah. a special feat. Brew potion is effectively as it were to be with making cast. magic items. In I, essence, it's weird. Um, no, no, because there's, there's a di there's a die roll involved oh, with, with well, making for like, magic items. It's, it's like I thought it was more akin to spell casting, where like there was no roll unless specified. It's, otherwise. it's similar to scribe scroll. Look, where it just didn't... takes X amount of time. Well, oh, just... oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. That, that, that would be exactly right. Mess didn't pay fifteen dollars on eBay for his doctorate for nothing. <laughs> True. <laughs> Listen. Listen, there was it. It was at least fifteen fifty. They don't just Let's sell these degrees to everyone. Exactly. Oh yes, but um, and the last part would be for you would need water, and then not time as in the herb, but time as in the actual con like the concept. We have no time. You you all you would need is two hours. Basically, all of the ingredients are going to be substituted as the cost of the like the gold value. So we'll be using that as the system for when you're making potions. Alrighty, Alfred, you'll be spending some time to do that. So I'm going yeah. to segue over from their scene, Smoot, mm -hmm. if you don't do anything else in this area, because basically Marty's just discussing with you and you guys spend some time. Um, you'll get a bonus to your next heal check, though, for oh, the next nice. 24 hours. That's very nice. Yeah, I would just wait until effectively Amali and Topti came back inside. Okay, that might be a while. All right, so you guys are heading down to the market. All right, Taylor, there's no time to wait. What do we need from the market? Uh, whatever's a good deal. Hey, guys. Guess... Hey, wait up. Oh, David, an extra pair of hands. Is that what these are? 
You just want me for my body. Shame, shame. Don't worry, you're not. Yes, yeah, so and you just one. want us for a food and shelter. Wow! But shots hey. fired. Oh, okay. that's what symbiotic relationships are meant for. Come on, let's go. At least I'm not a leech. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't know, but from my perspective, it's not an insult. <laughs> All right, so he's continuing on, following after you guys into the market. What are you looking for? Well, as or at least what he's learned from uh, his book of profiteering. I want to find something that is grown locally that I think that I can get for a cheap price, whether that be alcohol or... I didn't know alcohol was grown. That's impressive. I well, mean... you grow alcohol from, uh, from uh, was it... Yeah, alcohol trees. Yeah, yeah, those. It's... Yeah. I love those. They're the best. The good old alcohol root. I'll shop around. I'll try to see... Uh, I don't know if uh, the stuckers of any of the Avidian Ale are back or are still here um... or if... um. There's a new stalker in town. You were informed at the tavern that the uh, stalkers for the Invidian Ale came into town pretty much every, like almost every morning. Um, and they stayed until the late evening until basically all of their stock was sold out. Well, fantastic. It's still the morning. Ooh. Uh, is there anything that Al would be looking for while he's here either? Or He's been dragged along for the ride. Uh, Alan, do you huh? want to, uh, you know, get some stuff? Back. Well, uh, I heard you guys were going to uh, possibly go out and uh, catch something, right? Well, what do you need to catch a creature? Are, are, are we dead set on doing that? I, th- I, th- I, I was don't know what we're planning on I was under the right. impression that that was described as explicitly dangerous. And I have not for the easy. I'm not going to lie. I was not paying any attention when you guys were talking. I was merely. I wasn't doing anything bad. I was just, you know. Wait, that's Tavid? right, David. You were there with uh, you went to go see Jacob with the others. I, I wasn't there. What did he say? I wasn't there, but, uh, Alan, you were there, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, Smoot told me a little bit about what happened. Basically went and Jakob was just like, oh, dear, the big scary things. Also, they have horses there. They're, they just look weird. They, they look like snakes. Oh, big old lizards. Yeah, I think. Horses that ride. look like snakes. Yeah. It's not a horse. It's just a giant lizard you can ride. Well, I will say, I had... Uh, I've heard of them, but I've never seen them up close. Yeah, I think you call them what the uh, Equintians, like like uh, equ- like equine, because that's the um, American term, right? Or la- Latin, Latin term. That's for horses. Yeah, he called them Equintians, so I mean that makes sense. <laughs> Get it? They like snake, and then maybe not the snake part, the horse part. Okay, okay. Uh, beside the point, he said that uh, they live in the forest, in the mild wood, whatever that is. What the heck is a mild Wait, wood? The snake horses or the lizards? Uh, the, 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 uh, the big, the big the guys. The snake horses are not snake horses. They're just big lizards that you can ride. I saw them when I was walking around the town. They look pretty horse-like to me. It's a lizard. Horses are mammals. They don't have scales. Maybe you're a... You're a mammal. <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm human. Humans are mammals. Okay, well, Y'all anyway. never pay attention in high school, did you? I really wish I was there. <laughs> so, if these creatures can be found in the light wood... Mild wood, mild. Uh, is it like mild buffalo sauce? I don't understand it. Also, the mild wood. To, to, to clarify... That's even better. Is it spicy? To, to clarify, the poisonous ones, the venomous ones... It's not poisonous. The venomous ones that bit CC can be found in the mild wood. The ones that they carry at the stalls are non-venomous. So, so my question to you with mild wood is, 
is it seasoned to be spicy? Like when you cook the bark, it is it burns no, your mouth. No, 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 no. Mild wood is actually a, a reference to how dangerous and thick the uh, the woods are, oh. more or less. Oh. You see, and I'll pull out my map, and I, I'll show it off. And it's like, look, see, the trees are depicted more dense here. This is called the dark wood. This is more or less where more of those scary spookies, as Smoot would put it, okay, okay. are around. This is where we found you. But there and, was nothing scary there. Well, yeah, because we were in broad daylight. Are you anyway, sure that that is that really it? Is it broad daylight that keeps them away? So is it no longer the dark wood, but really the bright daylight wood? I don't uh, uh, think so. I'm not terribly versed on the subject. Wait, are you saying we could have died just walking in the forest? Oh uh-huh. my gosh, yes. I mean, we we made that expressly clear before we left the ruined laboratory. You most we're definitely in an unfamiliar could. woods. You know what lives in the woods? Bears. Bears. Oh crap! That was your accent. That was his <laughs> accent. Bears. 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 Bear, bears <laughs> deer. Wolves. Foxes. All other kind of critters that'll eat you. That was David trying to impersonate him. Yes, that was David impersonating. <laughs> and he put air quotes around it. Bears. Uh. Yes, there are lots of things that could kill you in the dark wood. If it's not fauna, it's the flora. Oh god, does that mean we all have man-eating plants? Yeah, I'm sur- it's like, I'm actually surprised there weren't more of you, and we just found what's left. Wait, I mean, at least we have plant-eating mans. Isn't uh, in, in that just any any man? That was the point. Hey, you like my joke? I love my jokes. Nobody ever laughs at them. David. <laughs> 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 All right, so I'll I'll put the the map uh, back away in the waterproof case and put it back on my back. Okay, I but... do have my backpack, by the way. Okay, Taylor, backpack, back, huh? So, Taylor, huh? not laughing at the humor of the joke, but instead at how pitiful David is. I'll give him a high five. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Thought that's what I get. You do find these stalkers for Nvidia Ale. You see that they are being essentially swarmed. All right. Do I see? Uh, do I see a stalker that's also here that is not being formed? So you don't really see anybody else carrying what looks like kegs of alcohol or other beverages in the area. It looks like this is like the only group. Okay. All right, David, tell me, do you have any experience in retail? I, I guess I have experience in retail, yeah, a little bit, but uh, the experience that I had was not good. Uh, that's a shame. Yeah, I worked at McDonald's once. It was, it was pretty nice. That's not retail. <laughs> what do they that's, sell? That's fast food. Okay, you know what? You have to work like you work. You have to work that place like you work in retail. It's not the same thing. You're selling something to somebody else. He's, he's not wrong. Well, this would be on the other end, buying, but also bargaining for a good price. Fine, I worked at Macy's, okay? Before it went out you of business. You let customers bargain at Macy's? Wait, what? No, 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 no bargaining. <laughs> That's why they went out of business. <laughs> David single-handedly made Macy's go out of business. All right. Selling stock at a negative 300% markdown. Uh, no, but uh, the only other retail that I worked was like Craigslist. Okay. I'm a little lost, but I'll ask you that. Do you know how to haggle? I, I guess anybody can haggle. Okay. Well, then that means you're natural. No, it means that don't be dumb and natural. David... I'm trying. I see potential in you, but I need you to see it as well. I'm so glad you see potential in me. That is the kindness. <laughs> Jaden is trying so hard to make people feel important <laughs> and useful. Well, you're, and David's just undermining every <laughs> attempt at it right well, now. 
Today you're getting at a crash course. No, it's like I know I know how to haggle. It just it doesn't usually work out. Like in America, like haggling was really weird. In Nigeria, however, you could like haggle away. You trade two chicken eggs and you get uh, do, do, um, a motorcycle. It just it works out really well. It's called like upselling. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, sounds All right. Like now that sounds me. a bit more my style. Ah, they they really needed those two chicken eggs. Hang on, are you saying you've never traded a paperclip for a house? Because I had that happen once. It was great. I uh, question how you ever got anything in writing. It okay, listen. No, 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 no. It that was, was it. He never you got trade, anything in you writing. You traded a paperclip to somebody else who needs a paperclip. They give you like hairpins or something like that. Then you traded it to somebody else and then you get a guitar because they really like the hairpins that you got. And you just keep trading up until you get the house. Upscale. Your laugh sounds like a never ending trading sequence. It didn't work. The IRS took it from me. <laughs> How do you tax bartering? By bartering Who's with the, the IRS. They are a, a crew, an evil corporation. Very evil. They take your money when you work very hard for it. They tax you and tax you and tax you and tax you. How is that not a rebellion? What kind of America is this? Because they tricked everyone. Apparently, there was like a tea party once. Well, that sounds nice. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Anyway. You would love American history. Finnevere's <laughs> oh. getting a crash course in American history from Alan and David. Ah, uh, yes, Beautiful. the tea party. Where uh, We'll get into that later. <laughs> there was lots of tea spilt. You know, there was a chapter on parties being very important in my favorite book. But that's besides the point. Okay, so here's the plan. And I need you to roll with me on this one. I'm going to go to the corner and start playing my uh, my lute. Okay. Hopefully, I can attract some attention from some of the more bored customers from this crowd. Then okay. I'm going to need you to buy some Ovidian Ale. Okay. I need a few casks. Okay. As if we were taking it on a long trip. Because okay. I'm a merchant. You know this. You're nodding like I know this. Okay. Yes. Okay. I know I know this. Got it. This All is right. exactly... What I did not want to do today, but okay. This specifically is what you didn't want to do? Nothing else. This. This specifically? Well, I thought we were coming down here, you know, to get, uh... If we were going to hunt things, we go... I, okay, to be fair, I was not going to go with you guys. Are you because, disappointed in the in the prospect of buying booze for the trip? I'm not really a drinking man, I will say. Well, neither am I. I only do for business gatherings and social events. However, alcohol can be very useful. Okay. So, I need you to haggle for a good price. Here's 50 silver. He's giving you, like, this leery look in his eyes, like, okay, this this is going to be interesting. I don't okay. know really, but, okay. I, I could have Taylor do it if you're not up for the job. Oh, he can do it. All right. I am. I, I was going to give appraiser you a, you could a cut ever. of the profits when I sold it, but I guess I can have Taylor give it a shot. Oh, I already got 30 silver. Didn't you? I only give you 14. Upscale. <laughs> Alan, uh, at your earliest convenience, get this man a paper clip. <laughs> wow. Here's 40 silver, Alan. I'm going to try to distract the crowd. Wasn't it going to be 50? You downscaled. Oh, I think it, this situation calls for downscaling. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to go upscale a little bit more. I'll be back. Bye. <laughs> Oh, my Have fun. And so I'll say, like, quietly as he's, like, walking away, but please, not at the cost of our reputation. He is, um... We're not affiliated with him. You see he has a little bit of a bounce in his step as he goes. And he looks like he's, like, doing a jaunty tune. 
as he's moving. All right. Well, you can tell by the way I walk. I walk. I'm a money man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I give him the silver and I go to the corner and I start playing. Okay. All right. Uh, Perform check, please. Perform check. That would be a 19. You start playing on your lute and you seem to be garnering the attention of some of the crowd who are wandering around the marketplace. Uh, people who are walking by carrying their casks of ale. Make a perception check for me, actually. 14. Okay. So you look over and you see that the this cart that seemed to have been stacked all the way to the top, covered by a canvas that's been pulled back, is slowly, like, you're seeing the casks disappear one by one, and the crowd is starting to disperse and head towards you as they're listening. Alright. Um, part of my ability to create a bardic performance of sorts is the ability to fascinate, which will mm-hmm. draw the attention of X number of people, and they more For or less... Level. Yeah, per it's one. One. so it's, it's, it's one, one at a time, basically, is all I can do right now. Yeah. So I will start targeting people in line and try to more or less you make can it alluring. target with a bardic performance. It it draws It's not attention. a bardic performance. It's fascinate. It's something separate. No, fascinate is a bardic performance. Is it? Yes. It's just in a 90-foot area. Each person, person in the area gets a will save. Uh, and anyone who does not succeed, the first person who doesn't succeed is fascinated. Dang it, Jaden. There's so many people. Okay. Well, All right. Fine. Roll you know, every I'm... single one of them. You get one person carrying a cask. It was a crit fail. Oh. So, yeah. But, Alan, you're over by the cart where you see these people fighting through to get to the front of this line for the Invidian Ale. And you see that there's a woman standing on the cart with her arms crossed, uh, basically wearing almost like a belly shirt and almost like puffed out pants on the bottom. And she's just looking over the crowd and smiling gleefully. Where does the line start? Or where's the end of the line? There is no line. It It is is a mosh pit. Yes, it is a mosh pit of people. I work my way with a a hand firmly grasped on on the coin purse. I work my way to the front of the crowd. Hey, what are you doing? And you're just pushing people all the way. Okay. Gently roll a strength Uh, uh. check. The offense is that you're getting ahead of them, not that you're pushing them. Gently roll a strength check. 17. So you push through to the front of the crowd without really any difficulty. Some people are very gruff with you and not very happy. You're getting yelled at by a number of people, but nobody puts a hand on you. Everyone's kind of mobbing. If there was any order to it, we'd have lines. I've been waiting here since early this morning before the sun came up. Why ain't there a queue? I don't know. There ain't a line. You can't get mad if people in front, get in front of you. Oh, yes, I can. That's true. You can get mad. <laughs> so you make it to the front of the line where you do see one person who is essentially carrying uh, what looks to be several bags of coins attached to their back and bringing up a cask and sets it down on the table. How much for a cask? Her full cask is gummy. Uh, how many cups is in a cask? 72 pints in one cask. Okay, so let's say... Well, it depends on the size. They range from any, apparently a typical cask ranges anywhere from about 200 to 650 liters. I need one you can carry. So, um... Jaden, I believe I can carry 200 pounds with ease. That'll the be, greatest of ease. That'll be 16 silver. But, uh, did Finn say he wanted multiple? I was a bad bard and didn't specify. He did not specify. I'm, I'm singing right now. I have 40 golds. So you have no gold. He said, you have 40 silver. I have 40 silver. He said, she she said, uh, how much for one? uh, 14? No, 16. 16, 16, 16. 16. Uh, 
That's 32. Can you carry two? Yeah. Not. Okay. What what size are they? So 72 I 72 pounds, and the cask itself would probably be about 10. I could carry two of them. Okay. So your character and could carry two. I believe two. I'd be at heavy load. So yeah. Can I get two? You all right, you got silver, I'll give you two. I will pull out thirty-two silver. He takes it out his hand, reaches it towards the silver. And I'll give it to him in chunks of five, so I can so I'm counting it as I'm giving it to him. Like five, ten, fifteen. 20, he looks it up and down, he's just looking at you as you count it. Twenty-five, thirty, thirty-two. All right. He takes his hand, closes it around it, puts it in one of the bags on his back pouch, and he actually pulls off one of the bags, ties it, and throws it onto the cart by the woman's feet, and she just looks down at it and smiles even bigger. Uh, but he goes over and he grabs you another cask and he heaves it onto the table. And there's a little bit of a thud. There you are. There's two in there for you. I will lift them. Uh, I would put the one on top of the other. I would assume these are 75 pounds. They're probably about yay big. Mm-hmm. I will stack the one on top of the other. Okay. And then hug the bottom one. And okay. Lift. All right. As you are lifting it, you feel something bump into you. And I need you to roll a reflex. That is a 20. Natural. You feel somebody basically fall back into it. It looks like they're trying to carry their own cask and they fall back. Their cask falls out of their hand and splatters open onto the ground. You manage to hold onto yours by like banging your head against it and holding it there for a solid like second and be like, oh, yeah, exactly. But you're lucky it wasn't yours. All right. So you have your two casks. And I will start making my way perpendicular to whatever pedestal that they're on, saying, gangway. Alan Taylor, remarkable bartering. There was no bartering. The haggling skills of a master. (laughs) There (laughs) was no bartering. How much do you want for this? Your right leg. Fine. (laughs) What were you expecting? I've got two of them. I I got two of them. What do I need that for? Now I just imagine that, like, Finnevere was hoping that David would go up and be like, I'll give you this paperclip for two casks. (laughs) This is a magic paperclip. Why is he Indian? I don't know. I can't do Nigerian. What do you want from me? All you do is you sit it in the back of your throat. I'll sit you in the back of my throat. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, I'm sorry, audience. I'm going to slap him now. Just Quentin like one giving... really long censor bar. Uh, uh, subscribe <laughs> on Patreon if you want to know what he said. Qu- no, Quentin giving no. some charged statements like, make me. <laughs> we, we, we should just get like a plank of wood, spray paint it black and have the word censor written on it. We have a censor bar. If you swear and or say something risque, you get beat. All right. You see that Alan has obtained the two casks as he makes his way out from the crowd. Uh, I'll quickly uh, rush my song to a finale and do a close. The one person who is continuing to watch you throughout the entire thing applauds. Everybody else already dispersed. You do find a few silver at your feet, though. Ooh, Actually, I, copper, really. Uh, copper. Free I will money. collect that. Uh, there's five. Five copper. Hey, that's enough, to co- that, that's enough to buy, like, some cheap hey. drinks for this escapade. You could buy are. a pint of Navidian Ale. You carry those back to the house, and it's all yours. Every copper. All right, so you guys start making your way back, I assume. I, I will toss him his mostly depleted uh, coin purse. How do you toss him that? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I will set the casks down. Okay. And toss him his coin purse. Okay, and then you have to so pick him back no up. So it's no longer occupying my hands. Okay, you're going to have to make another... Um, Strength check. I, I wonder dex. if we can get you a cart. Re- reflex, basically. I'm going to look around me. You got to make sure you don't drop it. 19. Okay. You're able to maintain your balance as you step on an inconveniently placed pebble. Inconveniently placed pebbles. Listen, 
Listen, it was like a little rock. Kind of, you caught yourself and you stumbled a little bit, but you you kept the casts up. All right. Can I find something like a some kind of cart or wheelbarrow or something that would help him? You'd have to buy one. You could look yeah, for one. Yeah, that's what I want to do. Okay, you'd have to look for one. I don't know if there's uh, anything in the market right also, now. Also, I. Uh, before we leave, I want to stop by the butcher because uh, going after these beasts sounds like a good idea. And in the worst case scenario, we get food. Jaden, better idea than a wheelbarrow or a cart. We can just get a, a yoke. It's a big old stick designed to go around uh, go around and on the shoulders of someone and you pick it up. Oh, that's fantastic. And, and you hang things. For that's on only it. good for those barrels. I mean, well, that's fine. Other loading things. You, we could or have a carrying cart. anything on a yoke. I suppose, but... You still have to deadlift that, whereas a cart... So, we'll see what we can find. I mean, whatever you There's find. There's a big place works, here, but... and I'm not guaranteed to find yeah, all of it. I don't know if I consider it big, but, you know... We could get a cart before we leave, but I thought we were just trying to get back to the house quick. There's a few dozen vendors here. Um, you're not able to find anyone selling a cart today. Yoke? No yoke. What about no a yoke. sled? No, they don't make sleds here. I, I rolled the percentage die on it, what the percentage of somebody actually having that in town is. Uh, you um, remember, though, Finn, that Cece said something about the fact that the caravan hasn't come into town yet, and it might be in by, like, next week at some point. I see. Note to self, hire a carpenter. Taylor, we <laughs> may need to, quite literally, reinvent the wheel. <laughs> okay. We don't need to reinvent it. I do have knowledge engineering, though. Can I quick buy some meat? Sure. You can quick buy some meat. All right. How much for some large ham shakes? Ham. Ham shank. I Just ham. I'm Specifically for... ham? No, whatever's cheap. Whatever's cheap. What weight do you want? Eight pounds. Okay. Respectable. Ten silver for eight pounds of meat. Okay. Uh, in that case, I think we have everything we need that I can think of because we already got our adventuring supplies. To finish off, I will... More or less take a casual check to see what kind of red guard is in town. And also, uh, if I can easily collect David, I will do so. You do not see David or any red guard. Okay. Well, I hope he has fun. He's smart enough to find his way home. Eventually. How long have you known David, Taylor? That's a tricky question. As far as I know, about a week. All right. Well, I'll trust he won't get us in any more trouble. He hasn't gotten himself into trouble yet, aside from being with us. Well, yeah, you make a good point. He is he's seemingly one of the least offensive Americans among you. I'll say this in hushed tones. Uh, okay, you you say it, but you're close enough to him that he can hear it. No, no, I'm saying it to Taylor. Okay. But hushing the America talk. Okay. We're not supposed to be talking about where we came from. I know. That's why. Okay. All right, so well, we're not supposed to be talking specifics about time it, travel. It takes you guys a while to get back because you're moving at half speed with your heavy weight. I am moving at heavy load. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. So, uh, Alfred, by the time that they get back, your potion has brewed. <sighs> ding ding. It's bubbling. That, that that's the sound that I make when things bubble. Okay, leave me alone. Oh, Mister Mest, I see that you've completed a, a little project here. Ah, where, where did you come from? Oh, I've been here the whole time. Ah. Well, uh, upstairs, but here, most of the time. I didn't notice you there. I know, isn't it? <laughs> God, what? <laughs> oh, no, God. no, please have her finish that sentence for the records. <laughs> no, <laughs> finish that sentence. I know, it was pleasant watching you work. Such okay. deft hands. 
if anybody could see my face, both Zach and my face were both red. I'm just dying because, oh my God, why am I doing this as a character? And Zach is dying like, God, this GM is killing me and my soul. M's face is a, is a, is a combination of confusion, pride, and embarrassment. <laughs> I don't know how to talk to women. <laughs> You don't or Mesk doesn't? Yes. Oh. Even better. Don't think of me as a woman. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know we had gender fluids. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Everyone's got gender fluids. <sighs> That's how babies <sighs> are born. <laughs> uh, we, we've got a nice clip for the for the blooper reel snap. Oh, God. Okay, I'm dying. Uh, what excellent potion have you brewed? I've done something up with a bit of the yarrow root. I'd say it should be good for curing some light wounds. Oh, interesting. I've never thought to put it into a liquid form. I mostly use it as an ointment. You're quite smart, aren't you, Mr. Mest? Occasionally. I'm very pleased to see that you're using the knowledge that you've gained from my shop. It's been quite useful, I must say. Oh, and what is it that you have here? She looks at the two plants that you have sitting on the table. My, my pink flower and my glowing blue flowers. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I uh, found these uh, close to the the shield power source things. The shield power source things. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I understand. Um, she reaches over uh, as if to grab it, then stops for a moment and looks at you. May I? Well, yes, sure. She picks it up. It's quite soft, like moss. And she sniffs it. The blue one. Hmm. Interesting. I would love to see what happens when you mix it into something. I mean, I would like to as well. Perhaps we can experiment. You could turn it into a little blue <laughs> Oh, <pedal>. no! <laughs> she said the E word! <laughs> this is like the part of the cartoon where you would see his eyes... The dots of his eyes go down to the size of, like, a flea. <laughs> no, no, this is the part of the cartoon where normal cartoon characters have hearts bulging out of their eyes. No. Mess has beakers bulging out of his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Just, no, my eyes turn into the word experiment. I, um, have a little bit of time left. We could, uh, get down to the brass tacks, so to speak. <laughs> Sounds delightful. <laughs> Let's see what we can do. You guys get back as you hear the word as, and open the door as you hear the word. Get down to the brass tacks. No, I'll open the door. It looks a little precarious <laughs> over, over the corner, by the way. <laughs> All right. Getting busy, I see. Oh, Mr. Finevier. Do I know his name? Shoot. Does he know your name? No, I don't oh, know. Oh, so. you're back, I see. <laughs> Please, call me Finnevere. <laughs> oh, Finnevere, it is um, nice to see you back. I, I've tended to her, and I'm just going to be helping Mr. Mest here with his little experiment. So oh, yes, before I forget, Marnie, uh, real quick, I put down my backpack, and I'll take out a handful, we'll say seven of the vials I have, and I'll give them to her. Okay, by the way, when you two got back, you did not see a Molly or Topti outside. And for Smoot, they did not come back in. Mm. Okay. So I'll give her the vials. Uh, hopefully these can help replace the ones that uh, were appropriated last night. 
Oh, why thank you. Ground. Mr. Mess, do we have more? She uh, clinks them together. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> I always love to see budding chemistry. This is, uh, this is good. This is good. Oh, yes. Chemistry. I can't wait to see what you whip up, Mist. <laughs> I'm rooting for you, and if you need me, I'll be around. I give like a quick like shoulder massage, like a you got this champ kind of thing. <laughs> All right. So you guys are there for a little bit, just relaxing, putting away some of the stuff, looking at the casks of ale that you got. Uh, Amali does come back about 20 minutes later. Alfred and Marnie in the kitchen getting busy with the flour. <laughs> it smells very strange, uh, but you and her are managing to figure out that it seems to have some sort of laxative properties and also potentially has like caffeine in it. Oh, this could be interesting. Yes, very interesting. Makes for a very energetic day at the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> That's why coffee makes you poop. It is a diuretic. Is this just new coffee? No, it will not be used for coffee. It's crappy coffee. All right. So Amali does come back, but Topti does not follow after him. How'd you talk with Grandma go? Elder. Have some respect for her. As soon as Smoot either sees or hears that Amali has entered, he would immediately stand up. For the entire day, he's just been by Cece's bedside. Yes. You you stand up, and um, you manage to bump your head on the... That's fine. He does not care. It hurts. He internalizes the pain, and he accepts the pain, for it pales in comparison. The pain actually goes away pretty quickly, though, surprisingly. You bumped it pretty hard, but you go down the stairs. And he makes his way down the stairs, and he walks straight up to Amali. Yeah, what do you need? Is she okay? I'm sorry. What? What's wrong? But I'm also done sitting on my hands. Not literally, metaphorically. We need to take action. I can't just sit here. I mean, you're no longer sitting. I'm standing here, and that, even in and of itself, is infuriating. And what are you going to do? We already checked they didn't have any other creatures in the stables, and I don't really want to get meddled in together with the Red Guard much. I don't think drawing more attention to ourselves is really the right play. We could run a heist. That, Taylor, is about the worst idea I've ever heard spew from your mouth, and that is a great accomplishment. Oh, hostility. Thievery leaves bad marks on your reputation. No. Only if you get caught. So does nearly True. slaying a girl. Kelsey comes out from the kitchen where she's also been sitting awkwardly watching this, by the way. She's been trapped. Oh, yes, please, anything. Oh, yes, we're going to please. throw ourselves to the wolves. Sounds great. Let's go right now. I've seen some things today that I did not want to see. Um, what do you mean, Mr. Smoot? I think he wants to go hunting. And how are you going to do that? You, you are right. We don't know anything about where we are, or how to properly take care of ourselves. But we have to start somewhere. Maybe the somewhere we should start is by going and finding one of these creatures. If we can do that, that should be testament enough of our skills, and if not, then that gives us a pretty good basis of where we need to start. Alternatively, we die. It's a paralytic, venomous monster. I think that's the word. I I think that's the word as well. I'm not, not 100%. I didn't, you know, go to school, so... I'm just assuming you're right. That's saying a lot. <laughs> yeah, don't get into a habit of that. Point being, dangerous creatures. One bite, and we end up like her. And, as we've seen, their primary mode of attack is bite. 
And also their tail. I mean, they're big. They can whip you with that. Also dangerous. Uh, Point being... I'm having a flashback to the leeches. On the off chance that this goes perfectly and no one ever gets touched by one of these, sure, good idea. But on the much more likely chance that one of us or all of us gets bitten, we are up the creek without a boat or paddle. I don't mind going with you guys into the forest, but without seeing you guys fight, he sighs and he just takes his fingers to the bridge of his nose and he says, I find it difficult to believe you'll make it out of the forest unscathed. Oh, they can fight. Let me tell you. They were lucky the first time. Ben, you know that. The next time, you might not be. I'm agreeing with Amali. I'm thinking we gather our strength. Maybe get a little stronger. Do some push-ups. Then we hunt. From the way I see it, you have one of two options, because I know that one of you is extremely hard-headed. I'm not going to point fingers. It's two of us. What, one of us? Okay, maybe all of you. You know what? You're right. Every single one of you is hard-headed. And he actually does point to all of you, including Finnevere. I'm Ollie. Oh, thank you. <laughs> like I said, I can see this going one of several ways. Number one, you can train with me here before you go out. Or number two, you can learn on the field. Number two, probably being the faster to getting to the Toda. What time of the day is it right now? It has reached, well, you guys woke up relatively early, but several hours have passed. I would say maybe about two and a half. So we'll say that it's like 11. Amali, I may be a hard-headed skeptic, but trust your aptitude and your judgment. Let's say this. For the rest of the day, we can spend gauging our strengths. And then based off of your judgment, I will heed to whatever decision you make. You say we are ready to go out, and I say we embark first thing tomorrow morning. Well, I actually was not expecting you to um to actually give me some say in this. Uh, all right? I'm so proud. <laughs> he actually looks genuinely surprised and doesn't know what to say at this point. Because the two idiots that wanted to go out into the woods are making sense. Yeah. <laughs> Smoot looks like pain, like distressed, but also is not looking literally anyone in the eye. Yeah, his pride was injured, as if it was ravaged by a large, savage animal. Alright. Tearing into the flesh of a small, frail girl. <gasps> the symbolism. Uncanny. One might even say intentional. Alright. Let's get started, then. Alright. Like, yes, right now. I'm looking at you, Alan. I throw a punch at Amali. Okay, not in the house. <laughs> <laughs> As you punch, Amali just kind of sidesteps it. David opens the door. There goes a big, oh my God. <laughs> Does he get a reflex save? No. Aww. He was Rolled flat footed. <laughs> Roll the hit. Oh. He might get lucky. Oh, no. no. That's an 18. And does he even have armor? Are you going to kill him with your punch? No, but you punch him square, might be square in the face and he falls back. The truest statement I have ever seen written in all of that no, What is this? Share team, with the class. Team of Veer's fighting capabilities at 100%. Amali, Mest, David, Cece, Smoot, Kelsey, Taylor, Benavir. The entire group. Team of Veer's fighting capabilities at 95%. Just Amali. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Amali, you sexy wrong. beast. Uh, that's a man with assets. <laughs> mm. Assets. 
Hey, 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 my eyes are down here, not on the skill bar. Smoot, ignoring. Well, no, uh, what, is David okay? He took three damage. Did he get knocked over or anything? He, he did get knocked over and he fell on the ground and he's just looking up at the sky. He would walk up dead silent, but offer him a hand. No, you don't <sighs> get to. What did Because I... Taylor's going to run over, grab him underneath either shoulder and pick him up. Uh, okay. He's a heavy man. Have fun. I know you can do it, but have fun. It's still going to hurt your back. Roll? It's it's still going to hurt your back. How heavy is he? He's You're like, encumbered. Let's, like, let's put it that way. He's like 285, almost almost to the 300s. Good Lord, he's like morbidly obese. Did you not see his picture? The boy's big boned. He is what we call dense, large, and in charge. I I, I actually can't lift him then. I'll, I'll, I'll help him up. I can lift his torso and like, 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 bring him up to a sitting position. What did I do to deserve this? You walked in a door that Amali sidestepped. I'm sorry. It's not your fault. Here, David. What did Amali do to deserve this? Here, David, try this, and I'm gonna hand him my potion. It's my new version of ibuprofen. <laughs> Completely un, un- uh, detected by the FDA. So, so what are we doing, guys? But why why am I getting but okay, I know that you're punching at a Molly, but why are you punching at a Molly's face? That is a moneymaker. You don't touch that. He challenged me. He challenged you to what? Punch his face? Test my strength. So you aim for the man's face? Well, that was... is a moneymaker. That man could literally I was no aiming for his chest and your face is you're a little shorter than him. No, he's not. But it was funny anyway, it's, so it's how thin, it happened. It's a thinly veiled excuse. Exactly. There you go. All right, David, just just brush it off. You'll be fine. Oh, thanks. That's what my mom said all the time. Come on. Here, here David, David. Try this. What what is it? It's, it's my potion of cure light wounds. What do Yeah. Oh, so you made this. I, I see. I made this. Uh he looks at you and winks as if he thinks he's getting a joke, but he's like, All right, I'll, I'll drink it, okay. Is there a lid on it? <laughs> there would be like He a takes the cork, cork out and swigs it back. Oh my. Oh, oh, I'm missed. You've got to work on the on the flavor. <laughs> oh, it it tastes like grubs. Like, just stuff to tell you. Oh, he hands you back an empty bottle. He did drink it all, but he's like, no, don't, no. Flavor, flavor. Like, maybe, maybe, uh, what was that? I, what did I just drink? <laughs> D- does his shiner go away? Uh, so here's the thing Cure Light Wounds does not remove bruises or broken bones it cures damage so the bleeding stops but it doesn't repair the bone that oh, is damaged let's see well if you like tied to woe ready yourself for two ivy woven he's he's healed I, by I, two ivy woven i be did you just roll a one yes so amali just says all right come on let's go outside the sooner i assess your abilities the faster we get to leave out of here and help cc i grab my poking stick no, 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 no. You are not using live weapons. I don't want you killing each other. I was going to use a butt end. He goes outside. He says, come with me. Come on. He gestures to all I've, of you. Oh, yeah, wow. Smoot's going. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, Smoot's I'm the not first missing one this. Smoot is one of the first ones out the door. You too, Finn. You're he's, participating. He's stretching to prepare but, himself. But, Wouldn't miss but, it for the world. But there's experiments to be had. Oh, it's all this right. This is an experiment of strength. I have to leave now, unfortunately, Mr. Mest. I have so much to do at the store, so you'll have to stop by. Where so we can, much to do, so much to say. Where we can uh, perform some more experimentation. Mm. 
god. She said the E word. As as we're walking out wherever we're going, uh, I'm gonna be looking around for some rocks that look like they might be about the same weight as one of my bombs that I would throw. Actually, Amali goes over to a tree where you actually see that there are some wooden like weapons that he has leaning up against it, and he says, Here. And he tosses uh Alan Taylor, he tosses you a just a long wooden It's a big old pole. pole. Yeah. To Finevere, he tosses you a short wooden stick that he's fashioned into sort of like a short sword. I would assume that these, uh, for all purposes, count as improvised weapons. No, they're, they're, they'll count as a regular weapon for now, because uh, you're you're you'll be at way too many negatives. You won't be able to actually do anything. And then for uh, Smoot, he looks at you. What do you use? I mean, got this army knife that I've been using, but unless you want to give me like a twig. I don't think it's really going to be that <laughs> applicable. He throws you uh, another... Do you, a, do you have a, like a tree branch or something I can just beat people over the head with? He throws uh, you another wooden sword. What am I supposed to do with this? I'll explain in a second. Now the teacher becomes the student. For Alfred, he just looks at you for a moment and looks at the rocks you picked up. You don't even need me. You've already mastered the basics. <laughs> I'm assuming you like to throw things... Listen, I'm not going anywhere near anything else. <laughs> I throw bombs. Oh, I, I hear I thought you were like, um, uh, never mind. It, it's okay. That, that's what, fine. What, you think he was sane? I think he's sane. What? Who said I was sane? He didn't say what. He said bombs. Okay, uh, guys. Okay. So, uh, I guess this is how we're going to do this. Interesting. I haven't done this in years. All right. I'm going to need you all to come at me at once. He, he's basically just saying, like, I'm going to have you fight me all at once. I want to see how your team dynamic is. Finn, you too, since we'll be fighting alongside them. So I'll make sure that my bag is off. I'll put it inside and I'll uh, I'll don my, uh, well, it's a chain shirt. He glare, he, he leery eye looks at you like, really? I'm not going to hit you that hard. We don't know that. So please give me your initiative order. 14 for Smoot. 8 for Alfred. 18 for Taylor. 21 for Finnevere. He throws Kelsey a small dagger. Like an actual dagger or a wooden dagger? Wooden dagger. Smoot would actually look around some of the trees or did Amali have like carved weapons by a tree? He threw you some carved weapons, but he threw, he was by the tree. I would walk up to it to examine all of the weapons that were there. Okay. All right. You guys have a little bit of time before I go. So you might want to discuss what you're going to do. I will have no mercy. I'm going to stab him. I don't know if this is going to end too well, Taylor. So now is the time to position yourselves. Do your best. I want you to describe where you position yourself. So let me let me set the scene. So you guys walk out from the house and you see that there is a very small open area in the center. But you do see that there are many trees surrounding the path up to the house in this small circumferential area that you're in. Um, you also see some rocks. Uh, over to the left of the house would be the pen where the sheep and the two goats are. And you also see that there is the hay off further to the left in another bit of clearing from the house. Behind the house, you know that there is a small cliffside that kind of hangs down, but looks over the village, but is almost shrouded by the trees. So, Quentin, you're looking for a, a different weapon for Smoot? Anything that is club-like. All right. Um, there is a piece of wood that it looks like he just kind of pulled down, but he has not fashioned it into anything. It's pretty thick. It's thick and it's big and it looks like it's going to hit hard. I grab, I put the tiny rinky-dink sword down. I grab that. 
Amali looks at you as you grab it and, and grimaces a little bit like, oh God, what have I done? <laughs> Smoot has pent up emotions that he needs to get out. So I'm going to stab him from reach. And if you want to position on the other side, oh, we're going to get a flanking bonus. Well, yeah, but but you can get flanking bonus and then either he has to attack you or come at me and provoke your attack of opportunity. All right. How dirty do we want to play? I'm just warning you all. Please, we're not actually trying to kill each other. Why do you think I grabbed rocks? He just grimaces again. <laughs> yeah. Do you want me throwing explosives? Okay, I'm just going to say I'll be fine. Just be careful not to hit each other. I don't want to see you guys really. Never mind, you'll be fine. Just plan amongst yourselves. Uh, Finnevere, it is your turn first. All right. Well, I'm not much for swords, but this is what he gave me. Uh, I'm either bow or magic usually, but you could shoot sticks at him. They're like arrows. Just, just take the sharp pointy okay. bits off your arrows so and put rocks on them. He's giving you, you have basically, I'm going to give you your timer. Uh, you have essentially your time to figure out where your character's positioning is. Is that where you're going to be? Oh, no. If I'm, okay, if so I'm describe there, where you guys are going. My character would walk over from the tree where all of the wood-shaped instruments were and walk basically behind Amali so that it was smooth and then Amali is between him and the house effectively or Taylor is on the other side of smooth. Okay. Amali just says, you, you really want to get this close to me right now? Hey there. <sighs> I'm going to position myself uh, behind that tree. I grab the giant tree limb <laughs> and kind of tap it on the ground. I played baseball in college. What's baseball? Oh, you're going to find your head's going to find out. <laughs> This is my money maker. <laughs> Would you prefer me aim for the balls? <laughs> that is his money maker. Don't hit the money maker. Hit the baby maker. Kelsey so. says nothing, but she kind of blushes a little bit. All right. So I'll position myself behind Taylor, who is on the opposite side of Smoot, okay. using a Molly for a frame of reference here. Okay. Smoot is on the opposite side of a Molly from where you are. Taylor is, and I'm hiding behind Taylor. So I'll say a few words and use my inspire trait for Taylor. Okay. Come from the left and swing as hard as you can. Hopefully, Smooth will distract him enough and you'll catch him in a blind spot. And that gives plus one to his next d20 roll. Okay. As long as it's in, within a short amount of time. Okay. Inspiration. I'll start a bardic performance. Okay. So, really quick, does your ability, does that take a standard action to, or is that just considered free because you're using words? Uh, the way that it's worded is if I can speak. It doesn't say anything about um, actions. Okay. It's once oh. per day per person, and if they can hear me, short amount of time, any d20 roll. Okay, so Finnevere, you begin your bardic performance. Uh, actually, I'll keep it oratory this time. I, 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 didn't, I don't even have my loot with me. So you're, you're going to do an oratory performance? If I take out a picture of a loot and then summon that, can I then use Court of Shards with that? Uh, okay. So that is considered a move action to pull anything out of a bag, by the way. No, but he's saying, would you but summon it, it with some Assuming instrument? I spend all the appropriate actions. Uh, so yes. Okay. That's, that's, uh, I'm happy. That's all I needed to know. Uh, so I'll keep it oratory for the bardic performance and I'll be wielding my sword. Okay. Uh, Molly just looks at you really quick and he says, please keep it non-lethal. Uh, I, I wasn't actually going to do that unless I thought that it would make that big of a difference. Well, no, he, he just looks at you knowingly and just like, please keep it non-lethal. I'd like to live another day. 
as long as both sides are participating by that rule, I'll also keep by that rule. Okay. So the rules are as follows. Amali has stipulated that it is non-lethal damage for your weapons and that you'll be doing non-lethal damage in case. He only specified that you would all come at him at once. He did not specify that you didn't that you couldn't fight each other. Okay. I'm just letting you know. Well, More well, XP. He recommended uh-huh. that we didn't, but... Who's, whose turn is it next? So, Finnevere has completed his turn. Yep. Amali looks at you, Smoot, and he closes his fist and he tries to please shove you with it away. My a- my AC is not that high. I know. Okay. So, he hits. I figured. He, he does hit and you do get pushed back. Interesting. How far? Five feet. That's fine. Okay. Smoot clenches his chest as Amali strikes him with his palm and kind of winces in pain, makes a very audible ugh as he gets shoved backwards. Amali uh, then puts his hand back down to his side. Try a better plan. And then he that's his turn. He doesn't do anything else. It's your turn, Taylor. Taylor will move up to Amali at the corner like so, because that is, I believe, is, 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 wait, does yes. that count as five feet or ten feet? That counts as five. The first diagonal is five. The second is ten. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take the makeshift spear stick rod pole thing. Okay. I'm going to roll an attack on him by swinging the spear into his side. Okay, perfect. Roll the hit. That is a natural 20. So you swing with the spear. He misjudges it as if he was going to step back. Roll non-lethal damage. Just the same for the spear? Yeah. Eight. He genuinely looks surprised as you hit his side with it, uh, but then he looks up and he smiles a little bit. Good one. But he's still standing up straight. Just straight to the ribs. Mm-hmm. All right, that's your turn. Yep. David is in the back all the way towards the house. So what are we doing? Am I, what, what am I supposed to do? Hit him with the stick. Come on, David. Oh, okay. You, you asked for it. I got this. He cracks his knuckles. You can audibly hear this like from all the way back towards the house. That's my boy. Oh, hey, he, he's barely within range to get up to him and swing. <laughs> so he runs up a little winded. And as he swipes at Amali, Amali just steps back and he get like he doesn't even get hit. You just see his clothing get whiffed by the wooden dagger. Oh, it was harder than I thought it would be. OK, I uh, my confidence is gone again. All right. Next up on the list, we have Smoot. Don't lose faith, David. You got his clothes. You're right, I got his clothing. Huh, take that, Molly. Smooth is just going to walk up, again, tap his club on the ground, swing better, and then, like, with a big wind-up, go for his shoulder. Oh! I am unlikely to believe that a 14 hits. He sees you swinging, and he essentially just bats it away. And he says, good, try again. And then it is now... Kelsey's turn. All right, girlfriend. She kind of, she runs up behind next to Smoot and she gets this look in her eye like I'm going to, I can do this. And she's going to try and hit him from the side as a Molly is batting away Smoot's uh, club. That's a nope. That That's that's a big old N-O-E-E. I can spell. No way. Try not to get distracted by his famously good looks. As you say that, like, as she was going for it, you just, like, almost like anime style, like, uh, Studio Ghibli style, like, the her hair just kind of goes up, and she gets really red, and she just kind of trips. 
are, are, are we talking like trip, like face no. on the no, floor? No, no, no. But like she just stumbles a little. St- yeah, basically, she stumbles a little she bit. She is not knocked prone. Okay, I was, I was, just, I was home, just wondering if we were getting like the Wendy Marvel style triple take trip. No, no, no. It was a uh, slight like yeah, like what? What? Why would you say that? And she's like really red in the face. Uh, Alfred, it is your turn. Hmm. Do it. Now remember, you're throwing the rocks, but your character realizes that actual potions do splash damage. I'm a, I'm aware. Okay. I, these are replacing the bombs. Yep, yep. So. Too bad you don't have water balloons. That would have been so good. So what does Alfred do? I'm going to throw a bomb targeting the the square in between Amali and Alan. Okay. So you are throwing in between a live bomb. No, 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 he doesn't mean a bomb. He means okay. one of the rocks. It's a rock. Okay, I heard bomb. I, it's, it's a bomb. Okay, Quotation so marks. you are rolling to hit the space. So technically that counts, I think, as like a DC 10. No, it is treated as a ranged attack against an AC of 5. 21. Okay, was that a crit? Yes. So that's an automatic hit. It careens, lands in between the two of them. Pretend there was an explosion. I can't see how good his acting skills are. Okay. Uh, was that was that was that, was, was that was what I was supposed to do? I'm not really sure. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, Finner's just like what? Like, isn't that? Wouldn't that blow up Taylor? Yeah, I can take it. All right, he's a big boy. He can handle it. Uh, I um, eat my Cheerios. Amali just looks back at you. Act like you got hit. Come on. Uh, there you go. <laughs> Explosions. <laughs> my toes are singed. Do we want to treat it as what the bomb would have done, or yes, just okay, treat it as what the bomb does? Splash damage from a bomb is always equal to bomb's minimum damage. So if the bomb would deal do two d six plus your intelligence, I believe my right? intelligence modifier. So it's not eleven. It's going to be so it would be what five. five. Back to the top of the round. Finnevere, it is your turn. Does it consume an action to keep up bardic performance? It is yeah, a, a move action, I believe. No, it's it's a um, free action to keep a bardic bardic performance going. Is okay. it a move to change it? No, it's another standard. With Kelsey, David, and Smoot on one side, and Taylor and Mest on the other, I'm going to go instead of the north and south esque sides. I'm going to go more or less east by comparison. Okay. But still a distance away. How did you move? Did you go diagonal at all? Yes, he went diagonal one, but he's still within. 30. Okay, yeah, no, no, that's what I just want to double check. And I will perform a feint, like I'm prepping to attack with my sword. Okay. Which is ten plus his wisdom modifier plus his bab as my as the skill check DC against my bluff. If I am successful, then I will get to ignore all of his dexterity based AC for my next attack. Okay, so you have to beat his DC. Yes. Correct. Okay. Twenty. All right. So you faint as if you were going to attack him. Yep. All right. He doesn't move at all. He's okay. uh, busy looking at the spot, like the spot where Alfred threw his rock. And this is where the point where he's like, ah, it hit me. Ah, uh, it hit me too. It tells me his BAB is above seven. I mean, unless it's a four or above, which is above the highest caliber of wit. Who knows? Well, the man... My assessment must have been right. Oh man, this is this is a really interesting position that you guys are all in. The, the, like this is like a T. Okay, so 
Amali looks at Smoot, who's next to him again. Again, your positioning could be better. So he goes down the ground, puts both of his palm, like his hands on the ground, and he takes his leg and he sweeps it underneath of you, which he's making a trip attack against you. I assume he has improved trip. Yes. I wanted to clarify. What is your CMD? Not high. Specifically a 13. Specifically your CMD is a 13? Correct. Okay. He beats that. He takes his leg and he sweeps your feet out from underneath of you and you fall over. You are tripped. I am prone. And prone. I don't know where else you want the front line to be, but apparently he doesn't want it in the front. That's not what he's saying, but okay. Uh, your positioning is bad. No, he's saying it could be better. He runs up to Finn. Yikes. Oh man, my master plan. <laughs> So he provokes two attacks of opportunity? He does. Three attacks of opportunity? Two. You guys all can have an attack of opportunity against him. 17. Does that hit? No. Okay. Does does a 21? Yes. Alan, describe how you're trying to hit him really quick. Uh, I am attempting to jab at him. So he essentially just runs straight by it. Smoot, how are you trying to hit him? Because what he does is while he runs by yours, uh, Alan, he sidesteps closer to Smoot and Kelsey. I just stabbed too late. <laughs> and as he is running by, I'm attempting to just bash at his calves with my giant stick. You are mean. Okay. Did you expect him Bam. to be doing All in right. combat? Uh, go ahead. Uh, you hit. I do nine damage. Molly explodes into non-lethal giblets. <laughs> <laughs> is he wielding anything or is he just uh, martial arts? No, he's not wielding anything. Oh, okay. Spooky. Okay. Uh, wait. So he, he, he is not wielding anything. Did he punch him? As well? Yeah. He hasn't even gotten his chance to. You guys are attack about opportunity. Yeah, that's right. I'm dumb. <laughs> My right. bad. So Smoot takes his club and he hits his lower Achilles with the club and you see him kind of stumble a little bit. And it is that at that moment that Kelsey also manages to uppercut and hit him in the jaw. Nice. With the dagger, obviously. And he just you see him wince and be like I I cough with the uh, dirt because I'm laying on the ground. Your positioning could be better. <laughs> I mean, so could yours at this point. Excellent. I don't know. I'd, I'd say he's positioned pretty well right now. He dies first in boot camp. I need to roll Kelsey's damage. She's, she's doing good things. She's being a great partner. Kelsey hit him right in the moneymaker. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, that's why he's like, ow. Okay, maybe no weapons next time. Ow. She did not do it with she a fist. She wasn't intending she to. Uppercut. She was aiming essentially like for abdomen region. And when he tripped slightly, it went into his jaw. Ah. Uh, it, it's, not, it's not anybody's fault. It was fault. like a, yeah. Oh, oh no. Okay. So Amali is going to take it out on you, Finn. Uh, yeah. I just see this indomitable behemoth just get hit left and right, but unfazed more or less. Finn, you are getting punched in the gut. Like, enough to be sickened for a round? I would say it's definitely enough to be sickened for a round, but it wouldn't. It doesn't feel good. You take eight damage. Oh my gosh. Are you almost dead? Uh, non-lethal. He's doing non-lethal. He chooses non-lethal. Yeah, because if, if, uh, if he hit me for eight damage and it was lethal damage, that changes the rules and I'd be playing. <laughs> oh, good one. Yep, yep. You feel Bard, my pain. Bardic performance over. <laughs> okay. Taylor, it is your turn. <laughs> What's the minus for a called shot on the head? Five. Ooh. It's big. I think the payoff's pretty big, though. 
No, but if it's minus five, I literally can't hit him. I, I currently need to roll a 15. Like, I, I, I can't make that unless I crit. Why would you try to aim for his head? Bat. <laughs> from above. Either way, I'm still going to strike from above. I'm just not going to make a called shot. I'm going to bear down the wooden pole straight down onto him. Okay. And roll an attack. And that is an 18. Okay. It misses. <clears throat> he sees it and he sort of side rolls away and gets right back up. Are you going to make any movement or are you going to stay in that position? I will move my feet towards Smoot. I, I will shorten the le- the shaft of the T that our team is making. <laughs> it's David's turn. David just looks. Oh, oh, Finn, that looks like it hurt. Oh. I spit out some blood. No blood, no blood. Probably a little bit of vomit. I spit out a little bit of vomit. Unless you keep like a fake blood pouch in your tooth that you can just like break. Not yet. (laughs) Okay, so that's an option for you. All right. All right. So you you have a little bit like vomit come out. All right. Uh, David backs up towards the trees that are behind him. And he is going to hide. Where'd he go? (laughs) This is how David fights. Leave him alone. Spoopy. All right. Smoot is your turn. Uh... Can I say something? Like, in character? Uh, on your next turn, you may. Okay, it's fine. Yeah, because you take a free action on your turn, and remember, around six seconds, your turn has already ended at this point. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Smoot would spend his round standing up. All right, he stands up. Yay! All right, next up is Kelsey's turn. Kelsey looks at Amali. He looks hurt, and she's like, not really hurt, but she looks at it and she just sees that he's sort of limping as he's standing there favoring the one leg that he got hit on. And she lowers her weapon for a moment and then she turns and she faces Smoot. She's going to roll to hit you. It's fine. Ah! She hits. Go for it. Go for it. Go for you it. Take five non-lethal. Um, she takes the dagger and she says, I'm sorry, Mr. Smoot. And she would stab you in the side with the wooden dagger. I like I, I'm all fuzzy head from getting hit in the <laughs> gut by a masterful martial artist here. Oh, you'll go what? I wasn't even paying to why <laughs> She needs that EXP. And Kelsey's just like, I hit him in the jaw. And she steps back and stands next to a Molly. I'm going to with hit- a five foot step. I'm going to hit her. It, she she takes a five-foot step, which is part oh, of the Oh, that's, that's right. It, that it doesn't. Does not provoke an attack of opportunity. All right. So this is making a really interesting and fun dynamic for me. I love this. We're good. We're good. All righty. Next up, Alfred Kenneth Mest. By the way, Andrew, um, you have to write down that you would have take, technically taken damage from his splash damage as well to account for that. Speaking about the damage. We're accounting um, for imaginary damage? Yes. It, it, yes. Well, this um, is Pathfinder. That's true. It's all imaginary <laughs> damage here. I'm going to to throw another bomb targeting the square southeast of Amali from my position. Okay. The square north of Allen. No, north from my perspective. Sorry. I love how your character technically keeps damaging Allen as well. It's like you have a grudge against him or something. Listen, I need to hit Amali and everyone else is trying to stab him. I just hit I'm everyone. trying to hit the least amount of people while still hitting Amali. I hit Finn. You hit me last time. <laughs> Finn's about to die. So am I. I don't think you got sucker punched to the gut yet. No, I took a bomb. 
You All took right. a bomb. Yeah. Congratulations. All right, whose turn is it? Uh, uh, I'm, I'm still making my turn. I'm making my attack roll now. Uh, Twelve against the AC of five. Yes, you hit it. Woo! Yay! No, it. it I, I'm out. A, a, another rock. I have four quote a, a HP left. You died to two rocks. Explosion. Okay. Amali turns back and he says, "You need to be aware of where your teammates are too." I mean, I still need to hit you. He just shrugs. All I right. could have thrown it on you and hit everyone. He just has, he turns to Al and he says, sit down, you're out. Yeah, I, I, I was minimizing the collateral. <laughs> Alan's the collateral. <laughs> <clears throat> Before sitting down, does this turn out into an all I would like war? to turn immediately to Mest and chuck this makeshift spear at him. I will allow it. <laughs> <laughs> Can I take a reflex save? No, you have your AC. This is a ranged attack. I will allow infighting in this combat just because we'll make it faster. See what happens. That is a natural 20. Oof. 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 It's a thrown weapon. It's... I don't know how much damage spears are supposed to do when thrown. The same damage would be like a D6. You're going to want to homebrew that because you don't want to do rules as written here. Rules as written is stupid. Does full damage of weapon. You can slap someone with a gun. <laughs> so you technically you'd be rolling two d six, I'd imagine. Three? No. Ah, uh, uh, Andrew. Not your face. No, you're, you're right. not your spear. It's a basic spear. Okay. Here's my question: Is that spear doing non-lethal damage when you throw it? Yeah. This this one. Yeah. It's it's this isn't a real spear. This is this is the makeshift I know. spear. I'm just saying, be careful because you're throwing a weapon at a, at an ally. It's blunt. I stabbed Amali with it earlier. Is, did it do non-lethal damage when I stabbed him? Yeah, but it hurt. Okay, you, it's going to happen. Are you ready, Alfred? Are you ready, Alfred? Eight. <laughs> That's not D6. I'm dead. <laughs> it rolls D8. I'm D6 on what? This oh, spear rolls D6s. Five, seven. Plus, no. is, do you, no. do you no. add dexterity to damage no. or just a hit? No, just okay, a hit. Seven. Seven. I have one HP. Pull <laughs> <laughs> arm expertise. Almost. And now I will sit down. Seven you already died. <laughs> Did we skip Aiden's turn? I took damage yeah. exclusively from you. Our we turn just ended favorite. Alfred's turn. Oh, Alfred. Uh, okay, I'm okay. bottom of the round. Yeah. I was just confused. I, I took Andrew the special did. action. Amala yells at you, sit down. I will sit. In the middle of the field. Yeah, in the middle of the field. Yeah, right here. I'm a corpse. He said sit. I'm a corpse. Flip, <laughs> flip your token over. You are now uh, difficult terrain. Lay down <laughs> with your like, tongue sticking out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and now I am the dead. All right, up to the top of the round. It is Finnevere's turn with Kelsey as a traitor. She didn't get yelled at by a Kelsey's mommy. not the only traitor. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I'm not a traitor. I'm minimizing collateral damage. Yeah, so did I. Um, no, you didn't. I will take a wide, uh, like, I'll take the, the wide end of the blade and swing it at his torso, like, also at, well, I, I'm not going to do a targeted swipe, but it's just a general just, yeah, yeah. wide swing. All right. I, I'm already at a minus two. Isn't this where you wanted to do your uh, inspired? Uh, There's so much infighting that purpose was it looked like David lost his confidence and I was trying to do a confidence boost. But this has just smiling. evolved into a uh, circus court. No. I will just roll to hit a molly. Eight to hit. 
you you swing ha like half-heartedly, like. <laughs> Remember why you fight. Amale just blinks as you literally whiff his shirt, and he just shakes his head. Come oh, on, Finn. I'm still coughing up vomit until the sickened is over. <laughs> I mean, if you want a condition card, you'd be. Uh, He's got one. I got it. He has it. That's how I know it was a minus two. Uh, did you? Did we roll to see how many rounds you were sickened for? And I did a D four. Uh, you never told me. Yeah, you never asked. Uh, two. So this would be the first, like, towards your end. So one more after the, the next one, you'll be on no longer second. No longer. Nah, debuff cards just last forever. I'll <laughs> take a five foot step towards the tree. Okay. Come on, Finn. I know you're stronger than that. Actually, maybe I hit you too hard. Sorry. He actually genuinely looks sorry. It's a learning experiment exercise and he shrugs all right it is amali's turn he just looks at you finn pauses Ugh. and then he turns just to kelsey looks at her why what this is not this is not what you're supposed to be doing he just doesn't want to hit a girl just stop everybody uh having a aneurysm of your stupidity ah fine I think we can call it for now. So he passes his turn is what I heard. I slump back onto the tree. Don't you dare. Uh, I heard that Amali passes his turn. It's Defeat's turn. That is, <laughs> I'm aware. I just heard that Amali passes his. All right. So the word was, I guess we should end it here. Defeat comes running out from the forest. Sneak attack. What? He whiffs again. Oh. I can't hit anything. He throws the knife on the ground. What the heck is this? It's wood. It can't hit anything. Clearly, it is the wood's fault. Clearly. Boot. After hearing Benavir's encouraging words, seems rebolstered. His hands begin to shake, and you kind of see as a vein pops on his forehead, and in an angered moment, steps up to Amali on the other side, and with a powerful attack, swings his great foe. I don't think this is hitting. Hey, 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 <laughs> listen. Who? Quentin, you're not gonna hit him. You're mean. I'm trying. Listen. He, want, he likes adding his numbers. Quentin, you literally have just a one. I know you went into your, uh, you, you, you popped your vein. Listen. That's so bad. <laughs> listen. Even though I rolled a two, it was still seven to hit. All right. So you go in with your club. Amali, he, I already rolled for this, by the way. He grabs your fist and he essentially takes his foot and he swipes your feet out from underneath of you and he pushes you onto the ground and pins you. Calm down. We're done. I, am, uh, I admire your fervor, but you need to learn to stop when you're, I guess, told. Smoot, I thought you were an adult. Stop acting like a child. Who says I was done trying? <sighs> We How are we ever supposed to get stronger if we never give it our all? I'm just saying. He just pauses and he looks down to the ground and he gets off of you and he stands back up. I think Alfred needs to treat his bruise on his arm. Alan's technically dead. He can lie there. I took not a single scratch. <laughs> For all intents and purposes, you're dead. You got blown up. I got blown up. We all got blown up. Actually, only the two of you got blown up. I know, I felt targeted. You did say to come at you. I did. Smoot would get up, 
walk over to the tree where all of the weapons were positioned, set his club down, and then walk over to a nearby tree and just start punching it out of sheer anger and rage. Finnevere is limping back towards the cottage. <laughs> He's still limping. Zavid picks up the dagger. I'm sorry I threw the, threw the wood on the ground. I know that you uh, worked hard to carve this. And he hands it back to Amali. Amali takes it. Uh, thanks, I guess. Kelsey's holding her dagger still, like, trained, like, ready. I'm ready. I, okay. Are we actually done? I, I No sneak attacks? Are we done? Are we, are we actually done? Alan's gonna go and retrieve the uh, stick from from, from next to uh, Alfred. Okay, you go you go pick it up. Alfred's standing there, holding his arm. I'll put the stick in the ground a little bit. Put my arms out. All right, fair's fair. Pre-shot. What do you expect me to do? I don't know. Punch him in the nards. That is the one exception. He's still standing there with his arms outstretched, waiting to be struck. Just, just, just in the. Uh... Yeah, in, in the uh, Rio de Janeiro Jesus pose. <laughs> Alan, stop embarrassing yourself. All right. <laughs> just uh, ultimate uh, symbol of disrespect. Uh, Do not Al- hit Alfred, we just backhand. Turn around and start walking back towards the house. All right. So after this combat, this training, you guys are all a little exhausted. Mostly, most of you are. Um, I'm going to have you all roll a fortitude save for me. 18. Okay. 11. Fine. I got a six. You poor souls. Okay. Poor souls. I got a spear chucked so at me. So all of you are fatigued. I was already fatigued. I'm exhausted. I, you are now exhausted. Uh, everyone else is fatigued. Your uh, sickness status is gone, Finavir. Uh But for the next 24 hours, you all are going to gain a circumstance bonus plus one to your attacks. After training with Amali, you have also gained 600 experience. So... You guys head back inside after this interesting training montage. Not really even a montage. This actual training combat with Amali. You're now all very tired. You want to rest. It's like the afternoon and you haven't even eaten lunch yet. And this is where we're going to end off today's episode. So thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of The Gate Chronicles. We hope you continue to follow along in this group's journey and enjoy their company as much as I enjoy playing with them at the table. They are a very rowdy bunch and I love them dearly. Although sometimes I want to murder them. Thank you everybody for tuning into this week's episode of The Gate Chronicles. If you enjoyed, please do uh, make sure that you let us know by uh, leaving a like or following us on any of our social media and giving us a shout via the comments. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook at RollFound. If there are any other ways you wanted to support us, you could check out our website and maybe look at our merch shop. Uh, you can go ahead and get all kinds of things from T-shirts to mugs to new hats that we just got back in stock. Or you could even consider going to our Patreon and getting a bunch of extra goodies along the way. So I hope you guys enjoyed and stay tuned for next week. All right. Thank you guys so much. And we will see you next next week. Bye. 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 Bye.